Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Gamescast. It's Thursday, January 11th. Boy, it's... It is a Thursday, uh, if you can believe it. It's been a rough 100 it. years since January 1st. Um, <laughs> right. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, what a year. Uh, we're not even 12 days into it. Uh, guys, it's everybody Thursday. doing okay tonight? Um, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I mean, like life shit has been a little crazy, but that's, that's not stuff to get into like on a podcast and, and I'm doing okay. Jeff, are you, Jeff, are you, are you hanging tough up there in, in, in Canada? It's, uh, minus 50 with the wind chill tonight. Jesus. So happy, to be, happy to be inside today. Yeah. Minus been, 50 Fahrenheit wild. or Celsius? You're Celsius, right? Yeah, but I think uh, at that point they end up being the same. Yeah, I was gonna say is it, like it's. Is it cold enough to where like you can go outside and piss, and your piss will like freeze before it hits the ground? Uh, yeah. Really? Uh, so that's actually colder in Fahrenheit. That's minus fifty-eight Fahrenheit. Whoa! Yeah. That's bad. So what piss, the fuck? You go piss outside right now. Your piss would literally freeze in your dick as it's coming out. Don't that's say that. Insane. That's horrible. <laughs> A pissicle, I think they call it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are off to know, a wonderful start. Yeah. <laughs> Coming inside, honey. We need, I didn't, I think we need I to didn't go, to go right to the piss. <laughs> I just said it was cold. Look, we can't I, look, escape look, it. look. Welcome look, to STGC. Hey. Pilnock has cursed us with piss. Listen, like, I'm a man of science. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is just the way my mind works. When I hear that it's that cold, uh, my scientific, my scientific thinking man's brain goes to the you know the 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 rising and falling of temperature john just watched the, a lot of mythbusters and he okay, really yeah. wants to reenact the experiment actually, so so i've actually never seen a single episode of Myth, uh, Mythbusters. what the fuck Holy john shit, how have you avoided this never seen a single one dude we fun gotta story. fix that uh probably not a fun story mythbusters was the first show i watched on netflix when they launched like their their streaming here. I think was a little bit delayed from the U.S. Yeah, it was always was a like, little bit. I'd never weird. seen it, and I was like, "This is great!" And I took like a week off, and then it got pulled. And that's what I yeah. learned about like streaming rights. Yeah, <laughs> is it good? Is it a fun? Yeah, show? it's fantastic. It's Mythbusters is like it's it's just it's like Bill Nye with more explosions. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. They they it's, blow up cars and shit. It's if you don't take it too seriously, like it's just it's just a fun show, but like the science behind it is pretty solid. They take like stuff. urban legends and shit from movies and they go, could this mm -hmm. really happen? And then they like spend a lot of time and money doing actual experiments to like replicate it and see if it's plausible mm -hmm. or not. And it's some of that shit's the great. Illusion was broken me for a bit when I found out how much Adam and Jamie hate each other. Yeah. Um, each like, other? You, like the two guys in the show. They don't hate yeah. each other, but they are apparently like really like have no interest in being friends outside of yeah, work. It's like a hundred percent professional. And you can see like they get a little bit heated. It's just like there's very figure, different kinds of people. You figure two people do something like that so closely together for 10 years that there's like, but I mean, it happens. Adam Savage yeah. is like this very like manic, like really excitable dorky dude. And yep. Jamie Heineman is this very like, you know, I mean, he's he's a walrus, right? Like he's 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 very <laughs> a walrus. Yeah, he's very like no nonsense. He's, yeah. he's an engineer like so he's to an Wilford autistic Brimley, degree uh, selling you Quaker oats. He's Wilford Brimley, but building like tests to see if you can make like a failing alcohol still blow up a wood shack. Like Fascinating. OK, I totally understand. <laughs> I totally understand. Um, 
but yeah, Guys, this is a this is a video game. This podcast. is a video games podcast. But um, again, to be clear, John, when we're next together, like you're gonna watch some MythBusters. There's no way around mm-hmm. it. I'll pull up my Max account and we'll watch some MythBusters, and you'll be fascinated. Oh, okay. That's like I know and, almost nothing. Like all I know is that they bust myths. They take urban legends, John, like Chupacabra. He, nobody, no, not fun. not Chupacabra. Um, that's not enough or explosions Mothman. in a Chupacabra. No, they just prove Mothman, they're right? just naming cryptids. <laughs> I mean, dude, you you tell me the, the show is called John, Mythbusters. They built the Archimedes like fucking death ray with the solar panel or with the the mirrors reflecting the sun into. I'm surprised Wait. John missed an opportunity to bring up Mothman. Yeah, but maybe we need. Uh, is it- I said the Mothman. You should. Oh, yeah, did you, you didn't go straight that? to Mothman. Okay, all right. No, I started with Chupacabra because I didn't want to be too obvious. Yeah. Have they have they debunked the existence of Shik Hydrobot? Nobody's debunked the existence of Shik Hydrobot because he's real. We saw him at the Game Awards, John. Uh, he wasn't at the Dice Awards, Derek. Yeah, well, true, but the Dice Awards—he's too the way, much of a celebrity to appear at, at the Dice Awards. In twenty years, this is going to be an Elvis thing where people are going to be debating if he's alive or dead. Hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we can, can we talk about that for a second because the dice award nominees were were announced today yeah um and one final fantasy 16 not nominated for best music fucking oversight of Mm. galactic proportions i think it's weird because i like a lot of the i like a lot of the compositions in 16 but like there's it's it's all midi like it's not orchestrated and i you can tell like it's not midi it is midi dude that's that's not midi yeah dude soken's soken is like keyboarding out these tracks dude these are not that's not a live some of it is but a lot of that music's not a live orchestra i'm gonna it's the the same thing as with ff14 like people have have noted this and you can tell it's a sound font it's a good sound font but it's not a live orchestra I mean, I, I didn't I don't pay much attention to the awards stuff, but I feel like 2023 is the kind of year where it's like I can't be mad at anything being snubbed, really, because like there's so many good games it's in every stacked year, like at some point something has to get cut. So it's like even if I don't agree with it, it's like, mm, yeah, like good point. Delaby well, says Alan Wake 2 should take best soundtrack anyways. Correct. Because it has Poets of the Fall. I mean, really kind of like the point I wanted to make was it's nice to see an award show completely focused on awards yes like awards the developers the speeches i'm gonna be very really, excited really cool. to see um the dice awards this year they have a, a great opportunity to really take advantage of a lot of people's frustration with the game awards uh which yes. we already went over in great detail on earlier episodes um but yeah i i hope that they find um a little bit more purchase this year because like look it's clear we that we it. need an alternate to the to the game award because whatever the game awards is doing doesn't work for at least from an awards standpoint right yeah so so like i i personally think that the game awards should like the dice awards should be considered the game awards right i would be like much less salty about the game awards if the if the dice awards were bigger es- especially since it's from an actual like academy yes right you know, like, like, yeah, you know, it's the Academy of what of uh, uh, arts and sciences, Derek. Um, man, I don't have this shit memorized right now. It's, yeah, yes, yeah, it's the Academy of arts and sciences. Um, there's just such more of a prestigious feel to an award coming from that kind of an entity. Plus, like, it, it, it's nice just to see, you know, an an organization focusing on, like you said, Derek, the people who make the games, people who 
compose the music, you know, like letting them talk, giving them time, like recognizing them and not having to worry about, you know, am I going to see a mobile ad for, you know, you know, Mystic Sledgehammer 40K, you know, like three times in a row. I like or, Warhammer 40K. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, I know. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, no, Mystic Sledgehammer 40K, Derek, the, the, the mobile knockoff of Warhammer 40K. This is you know, Mystic You don't need to see your 18th Hoyoverse game ad in a row. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Fucking like Honkai Star Rail, Genshin Impact. Oh man, you can't oh, talk I've shit about played, Honkai. Yeah, never played, yeah, never, that, <laughs> now we'll never me, get a Honkai Star Rail <laughs> advertisement deal. <laughs> Someone in the Discord played I, a lot I of Honkai. I feel it. like it was maybe Lerv. I don't recall. I'm not saying it's bad. God damn, there's a lot of Hoyoverse ads, man. I, also, we, we got like, a lot of friends who play like, a lot of Genshin, look, you be, know? I'm going to be super fucking petty here and say that I'm never going to play a game called Honkai anything. Okay? I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> Why not, That's John? That's a terrible fucking word. <laughs> What's that? It's not an English word, John. No, it's just an awful... Like, Honkai. Like, that sounds like... That sounds like an anime term that has something to do with titties, and I'm just like, no. You're just thinking like, honkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you know, I'm not going to... Like, You're like I'm not gonna sit down. I'm not gonna sit down uh and fire that up and then have Vicky come in the room and be like, hey, what are you playing? Oh, you know, Honkai Star Rail. Because she's immediately gonna be like, Honkai Star Rail? That's a porn game. Are you railing someone while you're a honk? Like, no, I'm not, I'm just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Out of principle. I'm a man of science and I'm a man of principle. I'm trying to look up what Honkai means and I cannot find a consistent Derek, that's forbidden knowledge don't do that is it possible <laughs> it's not a real word no it's it's <laughs> japanese like it clearly is okay but i don't know it's gonna turn it's gonna turn out to mean something like you know milkers or something like that no like, probably not but we'll I move know, on from this because it's just a white Wait, guy Derek, yelling about it? asian words <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's maybe move on from that although uh, speaking of, so this is normally the time where we get into what we've been playing. Oh, so, okay, so Delaby says Honkai uh, is uh, based on the Japanese kanji for collapse or decay. That doesn't make the title Honkai Star Rail make any more sense, but that's okay. Decaying Star Rail. I mean, you guess you better fix it, you know? Um, get some WD-40 in there or, you know, maybe stain it a little bit. And who knows? Um, but this is the part of the show where we talk about what we've been playing. And if you guys don't mind... I'd like to go first. Sure. Um, because it's not just what I've been playing, but also what I'm excited about playing. Um, so I'm kind of in that lull right now where I'm, uh, you know, there's not a there's not a big new release that's just come out that I'm super, super stoked. Although I will say I am playing a game for review right now that we got a code for that. Derek. Yeah. I'm absolutely loving. Yes. Good, good, good. Uh, no surprise there. We can we cannot talk about it, but yeah, but I'm, I'm loving it. I'm glad that you are um, loving this this review code. I was able to get you. But uh, thank you, Derek, for that. Um, but no, so I've uh, I'm about to wrap up my replay of Parasite Eve. Uh, still just an absolute, excuse me, an absolute all timer. Um, and I think right now with all the remakes of classic horror games happening, like Resident Evil, uh, you know, now you got Silent Hill 2, uh, Dead Space, so like, which the remake for Dead Space, I was skeptical about, but boy, oh boy, did that motherfucker deliver. Oh, yeah. Um, 
a fucking f- phenomenal game. Alone in the Dark is getting a remake. Um, we'll fucking see about that, huh? We'll see about yeah. Silent Hill 2 as well, because... But, but if there was ever a time for Square to strike while the iron was hot on a, on a franchise, on an IP like Parasite Eve, this is the time to do it. Um, put some fucking money behind it like you clearly are doing with uh, Visions of Mana <clears throat> and give us that Parasite Eve remake in the style of the RE2 remake. It, it's fucking time. Doesn't it's even time have to be in the style of the RE2 remake. Just like, give me a new Parasite Eve, frankly. Well, I mean... Or, or fuck it, port Parasite... Like, at this point, just port Parasite Eve. Yeah. Um, but... That being said, Parasite Eve still still fucking holds up. Just a, just an absolute one of my favorite games of all time. And you know what's what's wild is I at one point went back and actually read the original book Parasite Eve. And oh, watched, it's a wild read. And dude, I watched the yeah. movie. I think they suck. I yeah. don't like the original Parasite the game Eve is like so much better. The book or the movie. I think I think that there's some like some kind of interesting ideas on like a base I mean, I, conceptual level I, for people listening. I Abrea isn't even a character. Well, right. Because in, it's the idea yeah. is that the book and the movie are like the, the, the game is, is loosely, loosely a sequel to the book yeah. and movie. Um, like that, that incident that, that, uh, uh that, uh, Maida in the game talks about, and that happened in Japan. That's actually the storyline of, Par- uh, Parasite Eve, the book and yeah. the movie. But I just think that, like, um, Parasite Eve, the PlayStation 1 game, is such a unique and creative game. And kind of knowing, actually, how little there was to go off of in the source material and to see how both PlayStation games really, like, took a very simple concept and ran with it is, is like, it deepens my appreciation for those games, you know? Yeah, um, no, it, and and they're like I said, like dude, like Parasite Eve is one of my favorites of all time. I fucking love everything about that game. I replayed. It's like Final Fantasy VI, right? Like I replayed every year around Christmas time. I just got to it a little late this year or yeah. last year, whatever you want to say. Um, but the other thing I wanted to talk about was the uh, Final Fantasy XIV fan fest that just happened in Japan. Um, Dawn John, Trail. Tell me about some Final Fantasy shit. I would fucking love because Final do Fantasy that, 14 Eric. continues um, to be my one major blind spot in Final Fantasy. Well, and 11, but so. So I what I will say, Derek, is as a Final Fantasy four lover, everything that everything up until now that's happened after the main storyline of Endwalker happened, you'd fucking love because it's I mean, it's essentially an adaptation of Final Fantasy four. Um, you've got dungeons like the Tower of Zot, you know, uh, Babel Tower. Obviously, Golbez is a is the main villain of that story arc. You fight the four, you know, the four fiends. Um, characters like Doctor Lugai are there. Like, yeah. I mean, it's I've seen a lot of the like FF four fan service in this most recent like, dude, expansion. The final dungeon of the last patch was the lunar subterrain where, and then you fought Zeramus. Like, you know, I mean, it's Final Fantasy four. Yeah, uh, it's um, but uh, Dawn Trail, which is the very exciting new expansion coming out sometime this summer. It still doesn't have a release date. Um, but the reason for that is Endwalker was the first expansion that that Yoshi P had to delay. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, we have an internal release date. We know it's summer, but I'm I'm not ready to say the date just yet, just in case it has to change. And then he said, 
I'm working on Final Fantasy 14 time, not Square Enix time. God, I love and, that. Dude, Yoshi P is the only motherfucker at Square at this point who can get away with saying that and keep his job. Yeah, like, cuz they're not going to get rid of Yoshi he's P. Keeping dude. keeping the company afloat right now. Like like they're just they're just not they're not going to get rid of him. Uh so I think there was a quote but, from a while ago where he basically said like someone was asking like, you know, when his time with 14 will be up like if uh, this was before Endwalker, maybe if like he thought about stepping away after Endwalker, and he was like i'll be here till i die like yeah no he was like, like, hey, I will, like i'm gonna be working on final yeah. fantasy 14 until <laughs> i die because it's literally like it's literally like his his life's project yeah. right like he's you know and and so I still remember finding Dawn, out that Dawn yoshi Trail. p did the story mode for bomberman 64 the second attack and i was and I and, and it's never made more sense uh, because that game so, is wild. Well, consider this. Dawn Trail is going to kick off another decade-long storyline. Um, this is not selling me on getting into FF14, though. Like, you get but Derek, that. Now, Derek, now is the time to do it. No. Watch a recap of what happened in 14, and now is the, or, you know, up until Endwalker, and now is the time to jump into a brand. Like, dude, we're starting from scratch here. Like, like the past is the past. Like, this is a brand new storyline on a brand new continent. This is the time to fucking do it, Derek. This is the time. Uh, if if Nick, if our friend Nick could get who hates MMOs and chat all over 14. I liked what I year. played of FF14, right? Like, it's not that I have a problem with MMOs. It's that the amount of time it takes to play an MMO, especially at this point, to catch up. Is like that's like ten Derek, games. What if I told you the new limited job was Beastmaster. Do you know how many games that is that I could play instead? Beastmaster, Derek. I hear you. You could be it's a Beastmaster. It's a. I love that movie. That's when he's got the two ferrets, right? Shut the fuck. That's up. That's a great so, movie. So they, doesn't that so have the weird bat the, dudes that like wrap up? Yes, and then when Derek, they open up, okay. the, the person's a skeleton. I regret fucking saying anything. <laughs> um, by the way, the ferret's names were Kodo and Podo. Kodo you, and Podo. Movie motherfuckers. Yeah. The thing um, I like about like the direction of Dawn Trail and like 14 in general is like um, like Shadowbringers and Endwalker go to some really dark places. Uh, and like, I think, you know, even though I haven't finished all the patch content, I only played like 6.1, 6.2, like the post Endwalker stuff. And like some of that was dark too, but like a big theme with this is like, the like sense of journey and discovery and stuff like that but the the game while it has dark stuff never really feels like it's trying to be edgy or like push that like to be mature like it's totally fun to be goofy um and to just like and the whole like vibe of dawn trail is like you're going on a beach vacation like i know there will be there will be some shit that goes down but that's like the that's the vibe that they're selling and it's a nice palate cleanser and it's also just nice to see like such a major like we don't get a lot of that for like tone in big releases like most right. of them feel pretty heavy yeah. um so for this to be like you're gonna go sailing and you're gonna go find undiscovered treasure and like it's just cool like I, now, granted jeff we all know that that's only yeah. gonna last for so long <laughs> until someone tries to destroy the world <laughs> so 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 at fan fest we got a look at a few things one we got to look at the new job uh, the second new job the first one revealed was viper which is a brand new job for final fantasy um, it's a dual wielding sword class. Um, the other thing that we, that, so there was a second job that was, they, they said, you know, it was a ranged, uh, ranged caster. And we found out that it was Pictomancer, which I fucking have been calling for months now. Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows. Oh, and I was you, like, this, 
What's up? I hadn't heard of this job before I saw the trailer. You got to explain this to people because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, okay. It's, so it's the fucking painter from Kirby, right? No. Derek, okay. No. Well, I... So, Pictomancer. Not far off. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, yeah, actually, you're not far off. So, Pictomancer actually originated you were just in... You were just fighting with me to fight with me. I see. Yeah, but I still love you. Yeah. Pictomancer originated in Final Fantasy VI, of course. Uh, Realm was a Pictomancer, the character Realm Aroni, and she used her ability to paint her enemies to use their attacks against them. Um, what, so right off the bat, the Pictomancer starting gear is essentially Realm's outfit, right? So they're, they're, they're very heavily drawing off Final Fantasy VI in that regard. Where it differs is... It, instead of painting your enemies and using their attacks against them, what you're doing is you're painting, you're painting elements, Derek. For like, for example, uh, you're painting fire magic. You're painting, you know, ice magic. You're you're painting earth magic. You're also painting things like moogles that fire enormous laser beams. Fuck and yes. Lands and landscapes that cause uh, landslides to come down on your enemies and stuff. Like you basically um, just paint like, meteor. <laughs> yeah, you can paint, you're, you're, yeah, you're painting a meteor and a meteor rains down. You're painting a storm and like lightning bolts rain down on your, it is an, inc it, Derek, it looks like, uh, Jeff, tell me if I'm off base here. It looks like fucking Splatoon. Yeah, I see the comparison there. It looks like Splatoon. By the way, we got a first timer in chat. I tweeted out that uh, Stanley Tucci was here. Um oh and uh and we got a new chat. I you came are not for Tucci. I'm to lie that much. Hold on, hold on, Derek. Let's hold on. He says I'm staying for Tucci, or I came for Tucci. I'm staying for that beard. I look as much as dangerous as it is to ever allow your ego to get puffed up. Um, the beard's looking pretty good today, dude. That's right, dude. That's fucking right. Well, and that every compliment right to John has to be prelude like. Yes. with a disclaimer i shaved <laughs> recently because it was time right for a full dude. reset and i already regret that i got rid of my beard so derek derek my beard is fucking in full effect today dude like the handlebar is perfect everything is lining up perfectly i've got per i got a perfect you, you've done you've done a good job on yeah. maintaining oh, that bad boy yeah oh fuck yeah i have thank you first time chat hey don't forget to follow us we did we deeply appreciate that but <laughs> at any rate uh, <laughs> one day we we one day we actually will have Stanley Tucci in here. Uh, Unlikely, but continue. no, no, it's gonna happen. Uh, no, but dude, the Pictomancer job looks fucking awesome. Um, and the other thing I'll say is, not all of the uh, <laughs> not all of the landscapes or uh or or kind of like you know uh lands you know that we see in Terrell which is um the new continent in in uh in Dawn Trail uh there's some super high tech looking like skyscraper cities in there that i am very very jeff have you seen these have you have you seen this i don't know before? if i saw that part no there's some there's like dude it's like cyberpunk 2077 shit oh so God. i'm trying to figure out exactly what the fuck is going on here um but what I will the last thing I'll say is that Final Fantasy 14 Dawn Trail has a get rid of that fuck can, can we get rid of that fucking bot fucking fucking yeah, I bot gotcha. I gotcha um but so they are really leading into two things there's a lot of Final Fantasy 6 here but there's also a lot of Final Fantasy 9 here as well um 
on the map. I, I don't know if you saw, Derek, you saw this. The um, They revealed the entire map for the continent of Tyrell, and you can very clearly see a drawing of Kuja's silver dragon. Kuja yes, being the villain yes. from Final Fantasy I think Fantasy uh, one of you uh, sent me that. That was me. Yeah. That was me. And I was just like, so that it, sure it, is Kuja's dragon. As a Final Fantasy IX respecter. Dragon. It, hmm. The city... The, like that super futuristic city that I mentioned is called uh, nine. Solution 9, Solution nine. which is nine. Zidane's um, ultimate it's trance attack. One of his, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the um, I think it's his most powerful one, right, Derek? Solution I 9? I don't remember for sure. It's one of them. It's, yeah, it's one, it's, of, it's one of the top ones. Um, um, and then, but there was, oh, there was another one. There was... Um, Oh my god! I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna remember this shit at like three in the morning, and I'm gonna have to wake up. You're <laughs> just gonna bolt up right so, in bed, I'm yelling. Be like, Fuck! It was you know like shit. It was this, but no, there 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 is a oh yeah, the the viper class uses a double bladed weapon, just oh, like, like Zidane's. Uh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, very much like the insect glaive, Derek. Yeah, from yeah. Monster Hunter. Um, so there there is a lot. Of of Final Fantasy Nine shit happening here, um, I I have to point out by the way that they just released some new artwork of Final Fantasy Nine characters. They also have all the FF Nine stuff in uh, crossing over in the FF Seven mobile game. Like, I mean, maybe that FF Nine remake is gonna be an actual thing. Who knows? I mean, we have the FF Nine animated series that was announced years ago, and we're still waiting to see. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, but yeah, man. no, that's uh, a little more long-winded than I wanted, but that's what I've been doing. Playing, uh, finishing up my replay of Parasite Eve. Uh, uh, been playing that particular game for review and just, you know, general Final yeah. Fantasy XIV. So that's what I've got. We're going to take longer to just bullshit about games for, I'm, for I'm, this dude, one. I'm for it. I'm for because, it because I don't want to fucking talk about that's AI. That's the thing is every news story this week is about AI and like I just don't want to do... I could do 30 or, minutes or, of it. Or Derek, let's be fair, or people getting laid off. Yeah, that's also not great. And we've talked yeah. a lot about people getting laid off. Um, Jeff, what you been playing, bud? Still just flight sim. Um, Good man. I I need to get back to Spider Man Two. It honestly wasn't grabbing me. I don't think it's the game. I uh, um, wasn't. Well, it was a little bit the game. I've got some like issues with like I just I think Craven sucks and like sorry like. I don't know. I'm like two thirds of the way through the game. So like a couple people told me like I'm kind of right at the part where shit's like really starting to get good, which is also part of the reason I put it off. I kind of want to just like burn through the rest in a really um, short period of time. But uh, yeah, so I I need to get back to that. But yeah, I've just been playing Flight Simulator. Um, I am basically switching gears up a little bit. Uh, I typically fly like the big uh, passenger jets, like a like an Airbus three twenty, like basically what you'd imagine seats like one hundred and fifty people, like a twin engine. Um, but the thing with those, uh, like I think people who've watched the streams get is there's not a lot of flying. Like you're not actually flying the plane very much. You file a flight plan and then you request your taxi clearance and then you taxi to the runway, which is just on using rudder pedals. You don't actually do anything there. Um, and then you just mash the throttles full. And you fly for about 60 seconds uh, before flipping on the autopilot. And then you have the autopilot on for two hours until you're a <laughs> thousand feet from the ground. Uh, and then you usually you'd hand fly it into the runway. Um, but the rest is just it, it's it's engaging, but it's like managing altitudes, managing speeds, managing headings, checking map. Like there's not a lot of hand flying. So I've been yeah, flying. Um, it's not like a fucking career. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I've been flying some what they call GA general aviation aircraft. So that'd be like your Cessnas, like bush planes and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is like the one I'm flying is like a Cessna no, 170. No 737 Max 9s? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's been, I don't know if like, I think the algorithms get me with all the plane news, but there's been, well, there's the Haneda Airport in in um, Japan that had the, the runway collision. And then, yeah, there's that, uh, yeah, the door that blew off and then someone, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's been fun. It's really, um, it's a different set of skills and it's, it's really fun. There's no autopilot. So it's all, uh, navigating with like, they call it VFR. So it's visual flight rules instead of instruments. So it's, um, you're basically, you're not looking at the dials on your like instrument panel. You're just all looking at the world around you, which, uh, would have been a lot harder before like flight sim, but you know, the visuals in the game are, are incredibly realistic. So you've got all the major landmarks and stuff there, but can I just yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Jeff, can I just say your streams of Flight Simulator, and I'm not joking here, are some of my favorites for two reasons. One, because they're extremely relaxing. Um, but two, when you use that, that it, it's like this act, this thing where like people across the world who are playing Flight Simulator are just like echoing, like, just like talking like air, air traffic control chatter. And... And, and dude, like, and it's actually real people. Like, it's not like a, yeah. it's not like a, like, like a program. It's people who are playing flight simulator across the world, actually doing air traffic control stuff. And dude, like, it is one of the coolest fucking things I've ever heard. When, like, when I, you've got cool people, there was that one guy you, you were telling us about that was definitely Boston guy. Boston, Boston guy. guy. It would be yeah. a Boston guy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. It was right on. after we were talking that. about how racist Boston was in the, in the SDGC <laughs> chat, too. For sure, that guy's kind of racist. <laughs> wait, hold was on. It I haven't CJ heard CJ that said Boston is just fucking Israel for Irish people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. So, wait. Yeah. So, so, wait. Hold on. Who was, what's Boston guy? I'm, I'm hearing about this for the first time. There was just like, uh, there was a couple times I flew through Boston airspace. One was from Toronto to New York. Another time was coming from Halifax down and um the first time I didn't think any of it the second time I recognized the voice and this guy is just super fucking cranky like I think like the thing with like the network we play on is like they it's meant to be like role play it's supposed to be realistic they have like policies like you're not supposed to hop on there and not know what you're doing because like especially some of the controllers are so busy trying to direct traffic they don't have the time to tell someone like that's like oh my plane is like dropping out of the sky they don't have the time to like walk them through that so um, there's there's like some expectations there, uh, but generally people are like within reason are very helpful and very polite and like cause they're there to educate like everyone there has an interest in aviation and their goal is just to share that with people. But this one fucking guy in Boston just has no time for anybody. Um, so I was just bitching Boston, about it. I could have fucking told you that. He's just like the one I, I posted a clip in the discord. Uh, all that happened is like so he, they'll read an instruction to someone like they'll say descend and maintain 3000. And then the pilot reads it back. So like if it would be like, you know, descend and maintain 3000 or Canada 235. Um, you read back the, the instruction with your call sign. But if you don't understand something, you always can request another readback. Like sometimes the uh, the radios, the VHF radios can be very spotty. Like they might not come through clearly. There could be accidents. So you can just say, um, you know, please say again or please repeat last transmission. So that's what a pilot did. And it was a jet blue plane. And then the Boston guy just fucking super passive aggressive. Jet blue one two three just said three thousand. Like I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, man! Like 
he just went off on this poor guy. And I think the guy just disconnected after. It was like, yeah, he was like, dude, I'm like relaxing after work. This is not what I'm here for. Yeah. So, (laughs) like, straight up, it's hard. Like, if I'm like flying in that direction, I see that dude come online, I just like abort and turn the fuck back around now. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something. But no, it's it's cool. It's lots of fun. Can I say, like, like, dude, seriously though, Jeff, seriously, as one of my closest friends, I gotta tell you, like, he'll seeing kill for all you. the gear. What's that? <laughs> I said he'll oh, kill I know for he would. you. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Say that again. I said he'll kill for you. You said as one of your I mean, closest friends. Yes, I mean Jeff knows that already. Like, hopefully, it never comes to that. But I'm prepared. Um, but. But no, Jeff, so seeing all the gear that you got, like 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 all the gear that you got for your for your computer there, um, and listening to you talk about this, like, dude, you have found your fucking like little niche. And it obviously brings you a great deal of joy. It obviously brings you a great deal of happiness. It's something that you clearly, clearly love. And dude, I'm so fucking happy that you found that. Like that honestly makes me feel good. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's like uh, I think I mentioned it years ago. Like I wanted a game like the way you talk about like Final Fantasy six, because like it seems like everyone has like that game. That's like and I'm like, I enjoy games. I enjoy lots of games. Not lately, but like they're out there. Um, But yeah, like I I didn't really have that, like, you know, that comfort, uh, that comfort food, right? That like fall back on a rainy day. Um, That's just uh, just good vibes and kind of evergreen. Um, and that's a great thing about this, right? Is like it's dynamic. There's different situations. Like I can't really ever beat the game. It's like always there if I want to go back to it. So just wait for um, Expeditions, a Mud Runner game, to to come out. Dude, you know I got my eye on. That. <laughs> I fucking know you do. <laughs> I don't know when that got announced. I didn't see that till I was drafting in Fantasy Critic, and I that fucking was loved it. Um, a very small announcement. When was that? Was that during yeah. the Game Awards or? Oh, that would be why I missed it. Maybe. Yeah, um, or was it a little earlier? But yeah, it was not like a yeah. big fanfare thing. Uh, okay, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm all over that. Yeah. But I, I have no more room in my house, and my wife will kill me if I buy him, if I start buying steering wheels and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like big, big, big shifting boxes or something yeah. like that. Dude, the fact that she let you have that stuff at all is honestly, like, dude, yeah. Christine yeah. is just cool. yeah. She, same thing. Like she's just happy for me and sees how much I enjoy it. Christine so parentheses Jeff's. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Derek. Yeah. Um. So the main thing I've been playing, folks, this isn't going to come as a surprise. I'm still Digimon build. <laughs> oh my God, Derek. So, so I beat. I beat. Uh, New Order. Um almost immediately after uh last week's show um so i have been playing digimon survive this will be my last digimon game there's basically no other good digimon games left um this is it i'm i'm on the last one um, that's when you start convincing yourself that the bad games are good no and that's when you really spiral <laughs> don't get me wrong i love some bad games right but like i'm never gonna convince myself that a bad game is good i'm just gonna okay. enjoy the trash right <laughs> yeah. um i don't think taco bell is good that doesn't stop me from eating it like <laughs> i forgot to get taco bell tonight God damn it. <laughs> but um i've been playing digimon survive and Digimon Survive is the most recent Digimon game. Um, it was it was kind of like low key a big deal when it came out because 
Digimon had been getting a lot of these like really tight budget ass games um, for a while. And Digimon Survive comes out and it's it's something that clearly had some money put behind it. It has a much more like like prestige, like like the like fucking soundtrack, the visuals, the you know, they wanted to make like a good VN with some tactics gameplay Um, on paper. Everything about Digimon Survive is what I would want a Digimon game to be. Right. I mentioned this last time. I think that Digimon is at its most interesting when it's playing with that like Alice in Wonderland space of like the digital world being like another exactly world. You know what Alice in Wonderland is, though. Right. Right. I just don't understand Digimon. OK, so the best Digimon stuff is stuff like a lot of the early stuff where people end up going to a weird fantasy world with all kinds of weird kooky rules. That is you understand the concept of (laughs) shut the fuck up Twitter. Um, but, but that, that is very like Alice in Wonderland. Um, and, and it's weird, weird little, little monster critters. And the, the kids have to work through their like personal character growth and grow up in order to be better at fighting with the monsters and the monsters get, more powerful forms because the kids grow up. Um, I like that way more than the like Mega Man Battle Network, like cyberspace bullshit. Um, I just don't like people. I don't like that very much. And Digimon Survive is very much the former, right? It is like group of kids on like a summer trip thing get sucked into an alternate world. It's taking it much more seriously. It's this idea of like you are trapped in another world, like find food to survive. The, the environment is hostile. Um, work out the mystery of what's going on and how you're going to get back. Um, I don't think I was expecting it to be as grim as it is. Bobo says it's like Pokemon, except the dino monster evolves into a fridge with a minigun. Well, that's also correct. <laughs> like we've, we've, um, we've made enough jokes about Digimon designs, right? Um, the one you posted last time where it was basically just a person. Just with a wings. lady, just an angel lady. Derek, I, Derek, I want to point out that I want to point out that my comparison of Alice in Wonderland to Twitter is not entirely inaccurate. You're like, not wrong. Like, um, like, 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 Derek, there are rules that nobody really understands, and there are plenty of fucking rabbit holes you can go down. Yeah, it's horrible. You know, like, I wouldn't recommend you go down them. No. No, you usually end up there. racist when you do, so. Yeah, we don't um, want that. But, yeah, um, I, what I will say is I was not expecting Digimon Survive to be as fucking grim as it is. Um, like... It's kind of a, a gag of like, oh, this is going to be the serious, uh, you know, thing from like long running children's media. And the reality is that Digimon is played all over the place. It's been very kiddie. It has been something that's more mature and aimed at like an older audience. But like I wasn't expecting one of my children to get fucking disemboweled in chapter three. Right. Like it was like. All right, that's a I mean, bit should happen, dude. Like that's not a thing that normally ha- I wasn't expecting to deal with like part of being a father. The ramifications of of chapter like multiple chapters worth of like one character's animal abuse coming back to bite them. Um like it it, it was just very like, "Whoa, okay, this is a bit much." Um I do like Digimon Survive. I think I do. I haven't finished the game yet. Um, and I know there's multiple routes that I probably should like burn through, but um, it's not a very good like tactics game, 
right? And and I love a good tactics game. I I play a ton of them. Um, so from that perspective, it is so shallow. Um, I would just recommend people turn it on if they're going to play it, turn it on the easiest difficulty and burn through battles because it doesn't fucking matter compared to the VN side of things. Um, but as like a visual novel, like it's a pretty decent like Digimon visual novel with a tacked on tactics game uh, attached to it. But who who does these games like Digimon survived, Eric? Like who's the developer who does this it? Like, is, is it like a Pokemon thing where all they do is make Digimon games? Or do they no, um, Digimon is so I mean, it's always Bamco. Um, right. but my well, understanding is, so this was developed by a, a, a team called Hyde, which does not even have a Wikipedia page for what okay. that's like, worth. I, I, I always just like the Digimon designs are so oddly, like weirdly inappropriately sexual to me. Like that's I've always not, just, it was the Strokemon company. But like, <laughs> again, it's, it's really worries. I don't want to keep relitigating this, but man, you, you didn't like saying it because it, because it, because it gets in your, it skin. was a horse, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you were like, that's it. That's that, mm. that thing exudes sex. Sadly to me, <laughs> don't like it. Don't like um, it one bit. Digimon World Next Order was developed by a studio called BB Studio, which seems to mostly just make licensed games for Bandai Namco. Um, oh shit, they did several of the Super Robot Wars games. That's interesting. Cyber Sleuth is done by a developer named Media Vision, who did. Uh, oh, they did like Wild Arms. Okay, it's the Wild Arms team. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, well, Digimon no Story shit. Cyber Sleuth is like the one that everyone considers to be like the most good. I was not personally as big on it, but I recognize like that's that's the popular one that everyone says is genuinely very good. Um, but like the problem again, it's it goes heavy into the cyberspace sort of stuff and just thematically like that's not what I'm here at Digimon for. But um, if you're into the idea of like a weird cyberspacey monster collecting RPG that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, yeah I don't know how Digimon works. Like Bandai Namco, um, I think Bandai just owns Digimon outright. So I don't think it's like a Pokemon company situation where there's like a third party. Like it started with, with Bandai making little Tamagotchi things. And then they started making video games and cartoons and card games. And it's just blown from there. Um, but yeah, this will be the end of my Digimon journey for sure. Uh, just because like this is it, right? This, after this, there's nothing left. They may be announcing it's a new game nice. soon, but I mean, I got this is a busy year for releases. I got stuff to play soon. We got Yakuza, we got Persona, we've got fucking um, Final Fantasy. Seven Rebirth. I'm kind of curious about this Grand Blue Fantasy Relink game. Um, there's a demo right now. Apparently, you can download. I might check that out because uh, I've always been like, curious about Grand Blue, but I'm not going to play like a gacha mobile RPG. Right. Like, so, so here's the thing, right? Like, like, despite being the big JRPG guy, I, like, look behind me. Right. I know nothing about fucking Grand Blue. Nothing like, well, it's a mobile gacha game. Right. And you don't play that stuff you don't do right. so like so is this like the first actual no shit video game that's my understanding well okay there's also grand blue fantasy versus which is a fighting game it's a fighting game but like again fighting games are niche i love fighting games right i still haven't played grand blue fantasy versus it feels weird because like i don't want to play a, f a licensed fighting game for a license i don't know anything about right, right. it's like I i'm not gonna play I, I don't care if it's good 
the like aiding developed Hunter Hunter fighting game, I'm not going to play because I, I don't watch Hunter Hunter. So, um, <clears throat> but I, I think for a lot of folks, this is going to be their first reason to really interact with Grand Blue Fantasy. And that's kind of interesting because they spent like years building up like characters and story beats and ideas. And this is going to be a lot of people's chance to like jump in and experience, you know, whatever the fuck these people been cooking. So, so, so I, I think grand blue is something that I'm going to wait for reviews on. Um, <laughs> I probably will wait for reviews on. I'm not going to grab it day one. Sight unseen. I'm not going to grab on launch day. Like I, now, I just, if we manage to get a review code, that's a different story, but you know, that's yeah, not likely but, to happen. Like I'm not, you know, like there, there's, like you said, Derek, there's so much shit coming out right now. Um, Persona is probably I, my top priority to be real with you. Like, I mean, for me, Final Fantasy seven rebirth is my top priority. Yeah. Um, you fuckers are going to spoil whatever the big crazy ending of, of rebirth is. So like, I got to play that immediately. I know. Um, I'm not, go- I'm not, going you're to not spoil. going to, I mean, you fuckers in the Royal sense, like Twitter is going to be talking about that twist uh, in the ending, whatever happens. So second day it's out. So worth mentioning, uh, somebody in chat said, did you guys already talk about Gonalden Sun? Golden Sun. Oh, we haven't talked about Gonalden Sun yet. Shut the fuck um, up, John. Forgive people their minor typos. John over <laughs> here, minor spelling mistake. <laughs> no, that's what I'm calling it from now on. Gonalden Sun. I love it. That rolls off that's, the tongue just like pump, pumpkin. 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 No, don't be sorry. That's not a typo. Death. That's how it's spelled now. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Pumpkin. Pumpkin Pnump- is Pnumpkin. a very, very is the only cat I ever loved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only cat I ever loved. But, I, but no. no. Golden Sun, Golden here's the Sun, thing. Um, we always there. have the Nintendo news drop on a Thursday that fucking interrupts the podcast. I'm just we glad they announced every Thursday. I just I'm glad they announced the Golden Sun uh, stuff hitting Nintendo Switch Online before we went live this time it's instead of five minutes though. after like it's not it's not tonight derek it doesn't come out till the 17th so oh, well that's weird weird of yeah announcements are i brought it up before those announcements are so weird to me though by the way like every company that i know like schedules like posts at like a time that makes sense like on the hour or the half hour and these ones like just come out at like i don't know 634 mountain or yeah. like, like they're always around seven know. but they're just at like random minute intervals i don't it's like someone's actually just like posting them kind yes of it's somebody's logging it. on for the night yeah. to make some posts <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and and you know what you know what logging on for my shift at the post factory speaking of nintendo let's hold that one for last well i was gonna bring up ai mario you now that can be first because that's great um, so yeah, like the problem is every news story this week has been AI oriented. It's that or more layoffs. And like, I don't know what we can say about layoffs. Or other than, layoff oriented. Yeah. That's like, I don't know what to say other than like, Hey, a Garbage. shitload of layoffs happened because, um, companies waited until after the holidays terrible. to Fucking do it. Terrible man. Um, but like, cool. It's the same shit we were already saying. Can I say saying. something real quick about that, Derek? Can I say something about that? I'm not going to Discord is laying off 70, 17% of its staff. 17% of its staff. And in 2023, they had a billion dollars. A billion dollars and $700 million of cash on hand. And you're going to... And, and you want... And this year, you have the 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 temerity... 
to say that you want to return the company to profitability. So you're going to lay off 17% of the It feels staff. like you have 700 million fucking dollars. It feels like um a Hollywood accounting, right? Like it doesn't really make sense for Discord to not be profitable. But what do well, I at know? At least it's living up to the fucking name. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Derek, tell us but, about AI Mario. But we have we have multiple AI related stories, so we're gonna kind of like lightning round I hate through the these. fact that you just said that. I, I know, Derek. I hate the fact it's a dark January. We knew January. Jeff's gone. <laughs> Jeff was like, I, I don't, don't want him, this. Dude. The algorithm found him. Yeah, <laughs> he's been eliminated. He got fucking Zuckerberged. Um. So first off. This is so funny. CES has had a shitload consumer electronics show, right? Um, I don't know what it stands for, actually, now that I say that out loud. Um, CES had a bunch of AI-related tech on hand. And one of my favorite clips that was going around was this clip of Mario. Um, it's it's like a, 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 a standee with a Mario that, that is interactive that people can talk to, and he'll talk back to them. Um and Mario is powered by oh. AI and his voice is powered by AI. To be clear, this Mario is not sanctioned by Nintendo. Nintendo did not give permission for Mario. I think maybe lawsuit, the vendor um, just like saw that Mickey Mouse hit public domain and thought <laughs> Mario did too. Um, yeah, I mean, they both got M. Uh, it's not, it's well, it's not Lario. Mario. It's, it's Lario. It's, <laughs> this is actually... It's it's not Mario. This is actually um this is uh this is Giuseppe. Uh Okay. So I'm going to play for the audience a brief clip of this Mario talking cuz it's horrible, okay? Grab the game from the shelf and proceed to the checkout counter to make your purchase. You can also check online on the Target website for video game options and have them delivered or reserved for in-store pickup. It's, it's horrible. It's like a re it's like somebody typed like I didn't hear anything. But well, yeah, you all wouldn't have. That's not how it works. Um, okay. I switched over to the Twitch yeah, audio. But, but yeah, yeah I, oh, I confirmed I it was Okay, right, right, right. No, um, I mean, I've heard it. It's, it's fucking terrible. It's, it's like it's a text-to-speech. It's like a weird, deep, like, AI text-to-speech bullshit. Um, but also somebody typed in, like, I don't believe it's possible to be racist to Italians. Um, but, like, somebody tried their damnedest. <laughs> no, 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 no. I legit, I legit thought this was, some, this was Mario but with a Russian accent, like that's like like it was like it, it was like greetings, mushroom comrade Mario here. We must yeah. fight for the proletariat. The, like voice, the voice does not like, have. It's not like an Italian accented voice. It's somebody typing like Mario speak into yeah. Microsoft like AI who believe, sounds like this. So do not like, believe the lies of so Bowser. So will you no take it? So will you take it to pizza? And do you uh, you take it to it's pizza? It's an Italian and... guy who had to get a trucking job in Stalingrad and ended up there for 20 years. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and like Are you flown down a pipe and now I am in the mess and my mystical mushroom kingdom. I don't know what happened. There's Where been a lot of bullshit at CES this year, right? But like AI um the the AI Mario was a great kickoff to a show incredibly full of bullshit which is also going to wrap around to our last topic but we'll we'll hold on to that um 
man, do people not understand how like litigious Nintendo is? Like so, so okay, famously Derek, a company, the only company I can think of whose lawyers are referred to as ninjas by everyone. Um Okay, so 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 who is the company that actually did that? Like 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 who's the company that that had the the AA Mario? So that's the confusing thing is it seems like it was, I I thought I read that it was a booth set up by the AARP. Um, wait, was was AI? Wait, hold on. Was AARP AI just fucking there of his own accord. Are you telling me but that he's self aware? It was, but here's the thing: is it was also advertising like buying games at Target, is what he was talking about. So it might have been to advertise Target. Well, but because it was interactive, right? So someone could have just asked, "Where do I get these games?" And he would have just told them Target, like. Well, so what it is, 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 um, okay. So I'm seeing a post where somebody says they were told by the rep to ask Mario about how to buy a game and, and Mario like directs them to target, target. to buy the game. So nobody mm. brought up target like Mario brought up target. But again, like if it's AI, that could have just happened because, yeah. you know, Hey, this is the cheapest place to get this game. Yeah, this is the only there. place I know of that you can buy video games is target. Um, God damn, that is so funny though. A the AARP had a an AI Mario stand. Wait, AARP don't they give you like Medicare? Yeah, that's like the fucking retired people, right? It's American Association of Retired Persons. Why the fuck are we talking about them? <laughs> Guess they set up an AI Mario standee <laughs> at CES. <laughs> Because the hologram booth was inside the AARP area at CES. Yeah, and it's the AARP rep. So that's the thing is, like, we yeah. don't know who. There's not enough details. Dude, this actually just makes it better. <laughs> There's a whole section on this article about how is the AARP connected to AI Mario? How deep does the connection go? This is the fucking rabbit hole I'm telling you guys about. Like this, this is, is the only shit that you trouble. This is still only the second funniest AI Nintendo story of today. Okay. Um, okay. No. 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 Which no. is weirdly Jeff, specific. Jeff. Well, it's, I, Jeff. I need to know more. Uh, I'm so in. This is. This is. For, I hate Kotaku, but this was the easiest article to pull up. Um. So it says. Uh, why the ARP? Uh, it's an organization primarily dedicated to advocate, advocating for elderly and retired people. Um, and then it's also part of age tech, which is a technology push from them focused on meeting the needs of the aging population. And, uh, yeah. So one of these members is proto hologram, a company that designs and creates large holographic like boxes that can be stored in public places and help to basically to help elderly people. So it was absolutely they decided that the best way to help elderly people was to present them with a bastardized Mario. Uh, <laughs> Listen, boy. if you fall down and you cannot get up, please, please call nine one one. We're about to yeah. watch a fucking um, a, a a a little little man in a fucking gray pinstripe suit come in and just snap somebody's neck, dude. AAR. Oh like my god! The next uh, the next event that Proto and AARP have been hyping up is a big showcase featuring comedian and actor Howie Mandel. Oh no, dude! Did you hear about the fucking uh, George Carlin shit? Oh, that I could not be less fucking That's cool about a thing ever. I, Jeff, they are generating an entire comedy show uh, by by AI George Carlin. I would almost rather somebody put together an AI video of my recently deceased mother um, than than somebody 
try, like AI recreate George Carlin. I would rather somebody recreate me in AI telling myself about all my worst failings. Like that's <laughs> that's how much I fucking nightmare, hate nightmare, 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 nightmare. <laughs> John, it's me, John. You're inadequate yeah. and not attractive. Like you know, like you know, like it's telling me everything that I'm afraid of about myself. John, you didn't me. save that man in the village. Like <laughs> AI me. John, do you remember all those interpreters you guys left behind in Afghanistan? It's your fault. <laughs> like, like Do you remember cleaning you, that me. guy out of your ear? <laughs> like <laughs> Thank you, artificial intelligence, John. I, I really appreciate that. Um But anyway, is there is there an ethical use for AI as it stands right now? Because I can't fucking think of one. Well, yes so, but like not in like the art and like creativity like yes as a as a tool right like we've we talked about that a little bit before like um like i mean i'm gonna probably end up using ai at some point in my job but like i'm gonna use it like where now i have to take three hours to write a script i can just potentially use ai to like and tell it to write the script to deploy yeah. these and like that's i use ai for doing, captioning now i have work yeah like and like you know. now i just have more time to do something else and i can use it to do trivial tasks but like the problem is not people using AI as a tool to do their job. It's big companies using it to replace people. Yeah. Um, almost always to worse results um, for greater profitability. So it's that. And most of these AIs are just trained off of like data that these people should not have yeah. had access to. Like we know, like it, it mm -hmm. was found where like mid journey was, was talking about making like a specific list of artists to keep going back to and scraping to keep training their models. So like we know that it's built off of art theft. Every one of these AI generated like image models is built off of theft. Um, there's a, there's a great image I saw recently that was talking about like the difference between a tool being used ethically and made ethically, right? Like a yeah. knife can be used unethically depending on how you use it wrong. But if you make a knife from the bones of children then it's probably made unethically and it doesn't matter what you use it for and yeah. like that's where ai oh, that is real fast yes it did so like that's the problem is is companies like let's be real the company i that licenses me the software that that i use to like ai transcribe local paid programs at work it, it i'm willing to bet you that the ai that they're using is based on another ai that's based on another ai that's ultimately built off of illegally scraping you know thousands hundreds of thousands of hours of youtube videos right to train itself or whatever well even basic stuff like chat gbt like it's just pulling from like search engines basically but like how much of that is just google's user data on everyone with a pixel phone yeah. that nobody knows is right. like 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 it's just like derek said like we found out that a lot of these AIs, these these um, generative language models were like scraping from stuff like Archive of Our Own, right? Which yeah. is like one of the world's largest like like amateur like fan fiction -y type of sites. And and like, you know, you can you can basically um, say that that we just don't have evidence of any of these AIs because the amount of work it takes to make one of these operate on this level is not feasible for like a small company to just make their own AI. They're going to build it off of an open AI platform and they're going to, you know, that's that's based on theft. So, like, I just at this point, I don't know that any of these really can be called ethical. Only the ones that we can't prove are unethical at this point. Um, I don't know. It, it just it's a real like like, you know, jokes about AI, AI Mario and AARP aside, which is still it's never very funny. funny to me. Yeah. Um, 
it's a it, it's a like like you know consider the SAG AFTRA stuff. Yes, that just that's another about. one yeah. of the topics that SAG AFTRA. Um, so, despite the fact that that protection against AI was one of the biggest reasons for the actor strikes, um, SAG AFTRA made deals in the video gaming sphere that basically allow for the use of AI and what what they're saying because we don't have a lot of the finest details of how this works, right? Not the we don't, and that's fair. We have broad bullet points, but like the SAG AFTRA, the the actors union is arguing that they're going to allow for like actors to consent to you know the the use of AI, right? And it's it's a thing where like actors will have negotiating power. And my concern is that like there's almost no way to ensure that the power for negotiation stays on the side of actors and not big companies. Because if you allow this, all that, all that happens is let's say worst case scenario, you know, Funimation or, you know, Sony, whoever, like any, any company just says, cool, we're only going to hire people who agree to allow us to use AI. Right. And then everybody who doesn't want to say yes, just doesn't get a job. Like, Yep. It's not really a fix. Um, and some of the biggest voice actors in the industry are coming out like unusually harsh about this. Nobody seems to have been consulted when someone like Steve Bloom is coming out there and like really putting the screws to sag after over this. And like Steve Bloom is a chill dude who does not get that involved in this stuff. Like that tells you. I saw that he said something. Yeah. you Like you, you know, and you can't like, like, yeah. So it's just like, it sucks. And it's exactly what Jeff was talking about. Where like AI is getting used to replace creative arts, right? Like it's not being used to make mundane like tasks easier and ease up productivity. It's getting used to replace arts. Um, and like darkly, that's, that feels backwards, right? Like, why is the AI not helping like people on assembly lines and people who make cars and like people who have to do like bullshit office work and instead like to free us up to make like time for us to, to make art. Like and, arts are supposed to be like the ultimate expression of like our creativity yes. and our humanity. Like it's just so uh, completely against what it all stands yeah. for it's just fucked up you're instead it's like we're using ai to like try and replace artists so that all of the all, here is your fucking like lowercase c content eat this endless stream of cheaply made bullshit chum so you can get back to the factory and and you know put together more bullshit like it just it feels very dark dude um it, it it's a like I think we're at the point where, like it or not, like AI is, is going to become more and more prevalent in yeah. things like entertainment. And, Look at what's and, happened just over the last help. year. Yeah, I, I, like, I absolutely fucking hate it. Um, by the way, I want to address something that was said in chat by our good friend, um, by our good friend Josh. Um, he says, "I have it on good authority that John uses performance-enhancing dogs to achieve his physique." That's true. Um, that is 100% true. I do my, my dogs, uh, uh, absolutely enhance my physique every time I hug them or cuddle them or it takes or a lot of muscle them. to hug moo. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, Derek and Derek and Jeff will tell you, like, you have to be strong to hug moo. She's very, very, that's a lot very of, jacked. That's mm -hmm. a lot of, that's a lot of meatloaf moving yeah, around she's at high a, speed. She's a lot of pit bull right there. 
but uh but but yeah no like i i I, like it or not like like let's face it we can complain about it all day but there's also not much we can do about it Um, my biggest hope i'm gonna say the the scariest fucking thing like and I'm, i'm gonna need you all to withhold your gag reflex right ultimately like the lack of labor unions and governments to like make like laws and rules to restrain this shit means that it has made it free to the market and it is going to require the market rejecting AI technology. I am Mm -hmm. so fucking sorry to say that we're going to depend on a libertarian solution. Uh, That makes me feel dirty, but it's in lack of anything else. That's kind of all we've got. And the good news is that it does seem like people are deeply against AI bullshit. Right. They are like, look at, look at AI um, voicing in like the finals that killed momentum on that game. Um, AI art in magic. The gathering has been a massive um, like it is, it is, it has been a disaster for wizards of the coast. So I didn't realize they were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've been caught a couple times using AI art for like cards or promo images. So, so corporations are going to do what they can to achieve their bottom line, right? Yeah. And you know they're going to do whatever they can to cut costs anywhere, anywhere they can, any way they can. That includes AI. Now, I am not somebody who is going to run around and say, you know, I think the government should regulate this. I think the government should regulate that. But I do think the government should regulate AI. Um, well, if I, like I, if nothing else, like it. Look at like deep fakes and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. if nothing else, it needs to be You ready for this election cycle, like, buds? Don't get me yeah, don't let me get me wrong. Like I'm against, you know, what we just talked about, like the you know, the the cost of it, um, in like stuff like the acting industry and performances and and arts and just, you know, generally like um yeah, anything like writing, uh but like the big problem is gonna be like when AI like we are like some of the deep fake stuff out there is already pretty scary. Like when it can genuinely be used to produce stuff that, uh, also yeah, we're, we're close to a point where you can see a video clip of something. And like, even the experts will struggle to differentiate whether it's real or not. And that for like reasons so much even worse than like jobs is, is just dangerous to the world. So well, did you Jeff, see that video what, like, reel like of, would- I'm sorry, Derek, go ahead. I was going to say, did you see that video reel of like, it's like, and it's like funny, but it's like AI generated content. Yes. Josh just posted about it in chat, but it's like AI generated like fake, like convenience store surveillance footage of people getting arrested by cops for wearing giant shoes. And and people thought it was very funny. It's like, okay, but you understand how this technology also just makes it very easy to like fake footage of you shoplifting and getting arrested no, right well, not, not even that like like take it a step further Derek consider my question right like you, you think about using a you know create like an audio track of somebody confessing to a crime yeah um you know confess you know create an audio track of somebody confess you know like you know saying look at your home security terrorist footage attack. if anyone could just fake it or create it like yeah right like you know or, or creating audio of somebody saying, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I am, pl- I'm planning an assassination. How many you know, hours like- of footage of us, right, of of just audio footage of us is out there to train a model on? If somebody just gets it in their head that they wanna, they wanna fake a clip of John uh, talking about trans people in a negative light, 
right? Which is something People John would never years, do. Pe- but like, yeah, that's like there's and and like I don't believe any of them would go to something like that. But like, dude, some of these some of these like alt right motherfuckers might. They they've might. tried to pull some shit. Remember that dude yeah. who was spreading rumors about you being a wife beater and like oh, Vicky yeah, and Vicky that. had to step in and be like, you shut your fucking mouth, right? She's fucking. Dude, I, yeah. I I can't even imagine. Um, but like these AI tools, like the, the, these same tools could allow somebody to like make clips of like John saying the N word and say like this is from yeah. a leaked Discord call. You know, um, yeah. it makes it like, genuinely Eric, scary. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. Don't think that shit like that hasn't crossed my mind. Yeah, like it should. It should cross here. anyone's mind who's in like a who's semi who's reasonably noteworthy in terms of like public visibility and anybody who spent a long time making content right and and to be clear we're not just talking about like oh like they can fake us saying bad shit and like lose us followers it's like no like it could be stuff that could lead to charges yeah lose your job right Right. yeah lose friendships somebody could could fake a clip of me like talking about like sexual assault right yeah like they could and that could be a clip of you making a bomb threat against yeah uh, yeah yeah, exactly. And you like, go to jail for that. Yeah. Um, so like this shit is 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 deeply um God that's crazy. Twenty nineteen is five fucking years ago, you know? Yeah. Um but yeah, so like so these stories are like funny, but like the the push in AI, unlike the push for cryptocurrency and NFTs, like AI is a thing that does have potential immediate um like applicable interest to large like moneyed corporate powers um on and bad faith actors um what what fucking concerns me derek is the explosion of ai two years ago we weren't talking about this shit yeah We, we, we we just weren't i mean fuck dude a year ago we weren't talking about this shit and all of a sudden it's literally fucking everywhere yeah. and and i'll be perfectly honest with i'll be totally honest with you dude it the shit needs to be regulated by the federal government they need to step in and say this is what you can do with ai this is what you can't do with ai like like i i, I again like i'm normally not going to sit here and say you know i think the i think the government should step in and, and do this i think the government should step in and do that this is one of those instances where the federal government needs to needs to absolutely draw a line in the sand and say okay you know the 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 application of ai is potentially you could use this for great good right like you, you could also completely fuck fuck someone's life up i mean like, again you can, like, you can, like this shit leads to people getting hurt killed let's talk again we've been talking all these nightmare scenarios and it's like i'm not against the concept of like ai tools being used for certain things i just got done talking about like i use ai to caption local paid programs right people who make like you know, a f- like low budget, like television programming. Right. And I say low budget. And we're going to say like, haha, like cheap bullshit. And it's like, well, you know, local people who are trying to publish on television. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, not for free on YouTube. Um, like the FCC requires closed captions for deaf viewers, um, you know, and, and I'm able to allow, you know, local clients to very affordably make their content accessible to deaf viewers. Um, AI transcription could be huge for podcasts, for internet video, for all kinds of stuff. Um, But 
like it the problem is it's the same tool set that can be used to fake me making a bomb threat to a local elementary school <laughs> like you know um it'd be great to have ai tools as tools for artists right where like artists can go um let me use ai to like throw out the first like you know draft of something that i want to clean up that's your choice man but like and that's something where the the um the writers guild got a great win because i don't know if you all remember but the writers guild specifically one of the wins they got was that like writers in hollywood are allowed to use ai any way they want to to try to make and sell a script but the studios cannot use ai to make a script and then attach writers to or like mm-hmm. use it as a way to cut people out of the picture i think that's great because i did not I, know that yes because honestly i think that almost anything you use where you use like chat gpt to like churn out some script bullshit it's gonna be bad and you're gonna make more work for yourself like i truly believe that um but you've at least put the choice in the hands of the worker rather than the publisher um that's what scares me is like ai voice stuff we've already seen creep in right the finals has ai voices um that fucking naruto game there's so many clips that the newest naruto game has like ai voice work where like actors are like that's not me that's not a take that i did um you know the people who play these characters not understanding what's going on um you know microsoft and ubisoft at least if not maybe more have signed on with like ai companies to have like ai power like npc dialogue and like make it easier to have them respond to shit i guess um and i think that's a thing that like the capital g gamers are very excited about the idea that you're going to give them an infinite amount of content even if all of that is just like trash juice but like to me that sounds awful because art is about the humanity it's about like the people that made something with intentionality um god yeah this is suck shit dude yeah i it's it's a it's that one part of the digital future that i am not very excited about however that being said sometimes and and by the way I, i want i'll say one more thing we laugh a lot about, you know, oh, we know it's AI. Just look at the six fingers and the dick coming out of the forehead. It won't shit, always you know? be that way. But here's the thing. A year ago, this shit was basically like a fucking Jackson Pollock painting. A year from now, you're not going to be able to tell. Mm-hmm. A not. year from now, this shit, uh, this, already the fingers, the hands are getting better. You know? Yep. it's uh, Derek, Derek, they're learning. The hands are They're learning better, how to Derek. do hands, dude. They're learning, <laughs> they're learning how many teeth are in a human head. Um... <laughs> Yeah, now, I man. will say sometimes AI leads to incredibly funny shit like we saw today. Yes. Um, this is this with, is let's uh, end on a light note because this is so fucking good, dude. AI. So so AI. So so Game Shark. You remember Game Shark, back. right? Yeah. Game Shark. Um, you know, it's kind of like Game Genie. Game Shark was this let's, thing that you would attach to your cartridge and, you know, let you do cheats and stuff. Derek, what is it now? So, um, that's the first off, that's a good fucking question. Cause I don't think anyone understands. And that's part of what's what we've really not had an opportunity well, to. Before we go, Jeff, how familiar are you with the story we're about to tell? 
Relatively, Very. he's this been one, he's been paying yeah. attention. Yeah. Okay. All right. This was all over the the gaming channel and Discord. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Game Shark has been brought back by audio company Altec Lansing, which is weird because Altec Lansing is like a pretty like they're not as big as they used to be, but that's a name in audio. I had Altec Lansing speakers. Yeah. Uh, 10 or 15 years ago. If you yeah. made, if you were in like computers, like Altec Lansing speakers were good. Altec Lansing yeah. like would it's make a weird fucking company to bring this shit back though. It's a little weird. Um, I'm not going to lie. So they brought, they bought the game shark name and they're bringing it back as AI shark. So now instead of a cartridge, you plug your cartridges into so that you can fucking give yourself infinite rare candies and Pokemon. It is now, an AI powered like game hint software, I guess. I don't like okay. that's nobody really knows what the fuck this is. It's the, the impression I got from it because Derek's right. Like they didn't describe it well at all. And I could be totally off base is it. It sounds kind of like the semi okay. Like what you said before, um, where it's it sounds like they keep they mentioned several times. It's for like entry level casual beginner gamers. They threw out like three different variations of that term. But it sounds like um, if you're struggling in a game, it can kind of like recognize that and potentially provide suggestions, assuming like based it's I'm assuming it's like Googling in the background, but it's it's almost like an accessibility tool. Like yeah. if, if that's how I'm reading it, like it can just kind of ease you or assist you in games where those options aren't explicitly featured in the title, but like the mechanism by which they do yeah. that is not. I do want to point out an angle that I've not seen covered very well. Um, but I do think is an important angle, which is if game shark, AI shark, whatever is scraping like internet, like gaming websites guides for this information. Ooh. Remember yeah. that guides is currently like the big money maker for the gaming journalism space, right? The people who do guides work are doing thankless jobs to like keep the, the like more investigative journalism side going. Um, if, if AI shark is scraping like IGN guides that puts like that runs the danger of putting an entire field out of business. Um, but yep. again, nobody thinks about the long-term ramifications of their uh, Silicon Valley startup bullshit. So, 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 really, where so so where this is going? Like AI Shark is funny in and of itself, and, and yes. let me be the first to say, I will insert a needle into my dickhole before I ever use AI Shark. Cool, okay? didn't need that image. Not gonna fucking thanks, happen. bud. Uh, you're welcome, Derek. Second, they issued a press release today. <laughs> Uh, in which they said we're 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 are preparing on launching we're we're planning on launching AI Shark uh, alongside the Switch Two in September 2024. Now, now, very important thing to note here. Okay, it, you might notice no that the Nintendo Switch Two has not been announced. Not so so okay so uh, a few things here. One, none of us should be under the illusion that fucking AI shark knows anything about the release date of whatever is coming next for Nintendo. I want, I want to, I want to interrupt slightly. Okay. It is most likely that, that Altec Lansing owners of game shark and AI shark do not really know much of anything, if at all about Nintendo's next hardware. 
it is a possibility if they are making software or peripherals that are meant to be partnered with that, that they would know something. Probably not a release month because as many actual great journalists have pointed out, Nintendo's very hardcore about that kind of shit and doesn't like people knowing Windows. But also, like, I was a low-level employee at Nintendo for only two years and I knew a lot of shit I wasn't supposed to know. Right? Like, sometimes this stuff gets around. So here's what I think happened. So I'd still say it's a 98% chance that they're bullshit, but so, well, no, I'm, so here's the thing, Derek, here's what I think happened. And you guys tell me you and Jeff, both you, you guys tell me what you think. So, well, can I, can I we, think, can we give the full chain of events before we get into the, we thinks what happened because yeah, sure. the press release said it's launching, it's intended to launch alongside the switch Two in September, 2024 and digital trends reached out to be like, Hey bud, you sure about that? Are you sure that that's the thing you meant to say? Um, And their first response was, okay, so we don't actually know September, but like, yes, Nintendo Switch 2 coming, like our understanding is like in the fall. So they they basically said, we don't know September, but we're standing firm on Nintendo Switch 2 in fall. Um, Then they put out another release, probably because the internet was exploding at this point. And they said, Hey guys, actually, we don't know anything. Please, so I actually, please stop. So here's the thing, Derek. Here's the thing. I think it was a guess, and they fucking happened to guess correctly. And Nintendo very quickly got in touch and said, "Hey guys, Miyamoto here." How you doing? <laughs> Miyamoto's and, uh, not involved. They don't. They I, don't. I, no, no. I'm just. I'm paraphrasing here, but yeah. but, but but like, I I think Miyamoto is shielded from these dirty ongoings. Oh yeah. No, but, but no, but I, I think somebody, a lawyer representing Nintendo called them and said, we need you to issue a statement right now saying that you don't actually know. Oh, yeah. When Fr- the Fritz Kreiman was on the phone, like, like calling people up and, like, hey, dude, do you I want it happened so quickly? We have your wife. I think, I think it actually is September 2024. Like, I think they fucking guessed right. The date makes sense. And um, a few a few devs who. Uh, who are in the know have said like, you know, look, you know, like that, that sounds right. Like, the you know, rumor mill has been for a while that it was going to be probably early, early fall this year. Right. It was going to say like, fall. it's not hard to make it like it's either spring or it's fall. And yeah. we're at the point now where it's not spring. Cause we haven't heard anything. The so best, the best we'd heard from anybody um, was that it was probably fall though. That Nintendo was hoping they could hit summer, but realistically aiming fall it makes the most logical sense there's a billion rumors flying around about that um we know that they were showing the actual um prototypes behind closed doors at uh, gamescom right last year um Something like that yeah with the with the matrix demo like all signs are already pointing to this so it could very well be that they just jumped on a heavily rumored release date that looks like it's going to be right um, because they plan on, but here's what's so wild to me. And what's so funny is the fact that they doubled down at first, right? Um, because you're, you're planning on partnering with Nintendo with your software, right? Like, right. That's the point. Um, you know who it's great not to piss off fucking Nintendo. <laughs> like, what are you, yeah, what are I, you doing? Yeah. The, this one. So like, Here's the deal. Here's the deal. 
Here's the deal. I, I, I do not think, I genuinely don't think that they had any actual insight as no. to what, like, I think they did this initially to generate some, some press about themselves and it worked, right? Like it absolutely fucking worked. Like everybody's talking about a, we are talking about a, a shark right now when I probably, I, I think all of us would rather be talking about literally anything else other than AI shark. But here we are, we're, we're, we're doing it. And it's because they said, we're launching alongside the Switch 2 coming out in September, 2024. I think it was a bunch of bullshit to, to get people talking about AI shark. But I also think that they guessed the fucking month correctly and Nintendo dropped the fucking hammer bro right down on them. Like that's, that's what I think happened. I have a, a similar theory. Um, so I think a lot of very educated and very serious people have pointed out that this like is, is starting to feel more like it was a marketing stunt, right? To draw attention than it was like somebody accidentally saying something they weren't supposed to. Um, I want to point out that Altec Lansing knows not to do that shit because they're not a nobody company. I think what happened is that, the people working at AI Shark, right? These some fucking AI tech bro who is is you know spun up a little 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 project with some venture capital money and got bought up by Altec Lansing had the bright idea to try to grab attention with Nintendo Switch stuff, and I think that first response is probably from them, you know, which is why they doubled down on, oh yeah, dude, no, it's it's Switch 2, like, and it's fall. It's just maybe not September, I don't know. I think that the the second response that came later that that did the actual corporate walking everything back was somebody at Altec Lansing going, hey guys, no, <laughs> we're not pissing off a potential partner like this. I mean, that's entirely possible too. Because... That, to me, bridges the gap between, like, why would something this stupid happen? Because AI bros, right? Like, it's the same as the, as the NFT and crypto bros. Like, AI bros have demonstrated a repeated lack of understanding as to, like, the rules of, of what, like, these, these fuckers overshare, first off, right? Um... And they don't understand, like, it's, it's just a deep unprofessionalism to AI-related startups. But Altec Lansing is an old company. It's an old audio company. And they're not going to boot play by this shit. Aren't they, are they American or are they German? Um, I, I, do, I know nothing about them, dude. It's an American. Dude, I mean, they've been around since the 1920s, man. Like, Altec Lansing it? is an old-school audio company. These folks have been around the block. Um, so, yeah, I think um, and I think you're right. I think that they but but here's the problem is, is even if what they said was not even if September was totally wrong, like. Remember that that very famously Super Metal Dave claimed that Final Fantasy 15 was coming to the NX and the that, extremely reliable Super Metal. Yes. Dave. And that had to be taken down too. like Nintendo came at him for that shit. Final Fantasy 15, you might remember never came to the Nintendo Switch. I mean, so sometimes Nintendo just did. comes in the pocket edition. That was yeah. not a thing that existed at the time this was I going know. on. So, um, and also like, we just know that Dave was making a lot of that shit up. So um, like Nintendo's just going to come at you because you said some shit. So 
But God, what a funny fucking story, dude. What a way to cap off a week's worth of only AI stories combined with the traditional Nintendo Thursday bombshell drop. Yeah. Oh, we were scrambling today for sure. I just hate that it had to be fucking AI. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like we said earlier, man, I'm fucking tired of this shit already. And it's going to be a rough year. So it's middle of January. Yeah. Oops. Are you, uh, Josh, are you implying Super Metal Dave, the bastion of knowledge journalism himself, would have false information? I am saying that if I ever ran into Super Metal Dave in Boston around PAX, I'd throw him in the harbor. I'll say that now. <laughs> like, but um, you throw my Boston guy in there too. Yeah, dude, let's find Boston, Boston air let's flight just go guy. Fight Boston people. Let's just start go throwing motherfuckers people. into the harbor. People from Boston are generally like, no offense to anybody from Boston. I'm sure you're cool, but I've got a lot of people from Boston. Just, John can, is can about you, to get harbor in Boston, Derek. John is about to get thrown in the harbor. <laughs> You think somebody's going to be able to throw me in the harbor? I think we can get enough of these fucking drunk Boston dudes to throw you in a harbor. Yeah, dude. No. <laughs> uh. All right. You want to go ahead and uh, bring us home here, Derek? Yeah. Um. Thank you all for joining us for a, a, a much more bullshitty week than normal. But, you know, we need the bullshitty week sometimes. We do. Man. We do. I just wish there wasn't AI. We could have, you know, had had anything else to talk about. Um. So a reminder. Um, the current plan is two weeks from now, we're going to have a former cast member, current IGN journalist, uh, Rebecca Valentine will be back on the show to talk about, um, like 2023 in review. Maybe I shouldn't minimize that. Um, it's going to be so good. Yeah. I'm super excited. We haven't had, we, we saw Reb last year and it was fantastic. Um, but it'll be nice to have her on the show again. We just need to plan that more often. It's hard because Reb needs a little more time than said, we that's, usually That's have. not next week. That's two weeks from now, right? That's two weeks from now. So that'll be the 25th. Okay. Um, gotcha. Okay. And then the current plan is February 1st. So a week after that will be our Game of the Year 2023 show where we will go over um, the games we selected as the best of the year. Um, so, yeah, we got a couple big shows. We got a couple guests we got to reach out to um, that we, we talked about bringing on last year and never got around to. Almost all of those are my bad. Um, so I will yeah, handle come on, that. I know fuck? I'm dropping the fucking ball and we got PAX East motherfuckers in late we March. Might, we're going to have some, some, some nice surprises in store. We got some good. For- I've got, I've got fresh gear to bring. Uh, we got at least one panel in the wings. We're, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be, it's going to be capital C content for sure. But that's so- what we got this week. Josh says when I'm talking bad about Boston, I'm talking bad to him. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Bam! Link to the Discord in the chat. Join the Discord. It's a good place. It's a safe place. It's a heavily moderated place for folks of all different backgrounds and uh and and types to talk about their interests and just generally have have people whatever. around them. Community is good. We all need some whatever. community. Exactly. Um talk about not AI, because we'll I'll fucking ban you. Yeah, we don't we don't want. Yeah, please I don't spell the AI. link wrong in the tweet to the Discord. Oh no no no! In the tweet, uh, John, did you did you typo the 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 Twitch link? <laughs> no, John, are you sure? If John typoed after giving someone in the chat shit for I, I, I just clicked on it. It literally takes me to the Discord. No, for um, for the show. 
We can figure this out off air, bro. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. Anyway. So that's the that's the that's the Discord. Uh, remember, did folks. I, did I typo the fucking the Twitch link in the tweet? Yeah, you might have. Um, no, I didn't. I'm looking at it right here. Doesn't matter anyway. Um, remember that you can either sub here on Twitch or support us via Patreon. Um, we do not take any money from that, uh, and none of our content will ever be gated. That is purely a way for you to financially support us, so that we can afford to pay for things like hotel rooms and flights to get to things like packs. Um, as well as so that we can actually travel and, and get together to do like our big annual charity events. Um, all that being said, I believe that's all we've got. So folks take care of each other. And remember kindness costs nothing. Mm -hmm. Bye.